Welcome back to the University of Chicago. Ram and I have dearly, dearly missed you all. And this is a pretty special episode. So as always, I'm Isaac. And I'm Ram. And we will be giving you our not-so-great advice on how to tackle orientation week and your first quarter as a freshman. So, Ram, let's start with the meat and potatoes of this episode because we all know Chicago is kind of an academic-driven school. So... Can you tell us anything about how to start tackling some coursework? Yeah, sure. So for a lot of people, they need a little bit of extra assistance when they are going about their classes and doing their homework and trying to study for finals. In order to do that, the university provides you with college core tutors. And for a lot of different subjects from chemistry to math, they're mostly like STEM related subjects. There are tutors in Harper Memorial Library who can help you with all of that stuff, with learning the concepts, doing your homework, preparing for finals. They're all walk-in services. You don't have to make an appointment. And the tutors are available between 7 p.m. and 11 p.m. on Sundays through Thursdays. So Fridays and Saturdays, they're not available, but every other day of the week, they are. That's because they want us to go out and actually enjoy our Friday and Saturday. <laughs> Ram, you mentioned you've actually used one of these core tutors when we were like planning this episode, right? Yeah, so I actually used the uh, writing services offered in the, college core, in the college core tutor program. And those guys help you out with your Hume essays, with your Soch essays, all the writing things. Those, are, those you actually do have to make appointments for. Um, I think you make them on Canvas, um, at the same place where you make your appointments for your career advisors and for your academic advisors. But those guys are really useful. They'll read your essays for you. They'll give you feedback. And it's really useful when you're like uh, going through and drafting and kind of want to you know? have writer's block or something. They'll help you work out your, work out your thoughts. And, you know, kind of similar to the core tutors, uh, I can talk a little bit about office hours. Frankly, I think they are super helpful, and I was just like you about a year ago when I was in class. I took chemistry as a prerequisite, and I took calculus, and we all have to take Hume. And at the beginning of the year, I was actually pretty hesitant to go to office hours because I was like, I don't want these people, like, I don't want these TAs, like, judging me. They're supposed to be, like, my peer or whatever, like, and I also don't know how helpful they're going to be. But office hours, like, I was very fortunate to have a very, very good chemistry TA, which I'm sure you will as well. And he was more than willing to go out of his way to send me practice problems and set up study sessions with my chem group and actually help me through chemistry, which was very daunting for three quarters. And I was very grateful for that. But pretty similar to office hours, there are, like, these writing seminars which are with Hume and with other SOCH and CIV classes, all of these non-STEM courses that are sequence-based. And these writing seminars are actually really helpful. They're a lot like the core tutors for writing that Ron was just talking about, but they are mandatory with your Hume and your So, so don't miss it. Yeah. That would suck for your participation grade. Um, but they were super helpful. You get to bring in a rough draft, and you get to peer revise it with a group of about five or six students and your writing TA. So take advantage of that. It was pretty, pretty wicked. Yeah, just another note on office hours. They're kind of something that are optional, but professors expect you to do, if that makes sense. Because with giving you the answers for a lot of the practice tests or giving you extra practice um, in terms of concepts related to homework and to, to the class um, overall, the professors don't have time to go all of, over all of that in class. So they do that, they use office hours in order to give you one-on-one -on -one help and to 
really batter home some of the concepts that might be kind of confusing. So you really, really need to go to office hours. I mean, I mean, they're also helpful. So yeah. like, you know, they're good. Yeah. Uh, just another point with academic resources that are available at the university. Uh, as you guys probably know by now, tuition costs do not cover textbooks. Those have to be purchased separately. Uh, the, books, the bookstore at the university is really good. It does price match. It's all of the books in its inventory, but there is the possibility that you can obtain your textbooks with no charge whatsoever because sometimes expatriates of your houses will donate the books that they have used in years past to the house. Uh, so with a lot of the lower level intro classes, you might find uh, the textbooks pertaining to those classes in your house. But the fourth floor of Harper Memorial Library also has something called the Lending Library. And on the first day of each quarter, you can go to that library and see if any of your required books are there. And if they are, you can, tech, you can check them out using your UC, UCID totally free. And then you just have to bring them back at the end of the quarter. We'll put it this way, like, I know myself included and a lot of my friends brought back our textbooks that we purchased for a lot of money last year and are looking to pass them on to other individuals that seem to be struggling to pay the insane amount for textbooks. <laughs> so literally, upperclassmen will lend you the books or sell them to you for a very reduced price. So that's always a pretty viable option. Yeah. Now we can get on to some of the more fun and interesting things surrounding the University of Chicago. And one of my favorite benefits to being a U Chicago student is our access to an arts pass. And so like the U Chicago ID that you get issued during orientation along with your uh, CTA pass uh, at the same time, your U Chicago ID gets you into a lot of different events all across the city and on campus. So these are like different plays, musical performances, and art exhibitions. And, like for example, last year, because I'm a pretty big like museum guy, I went to MSI a couple times and I went to the Field Museum with my UCID completely free. And that saves you literally like $35 tickets, like admission wise, for the Field Museum because that stuff is not cheap to go see. But it is with the Arts Pass, so that's pretty nice. Yeah, the Arts Pass also covers plays and musical performances, and that includes the theater that exists on the north side of the campus, the Court Theater. So if you're a theater buff then and you, and you want free admission to the different plays that they put on at Court Theater, UCID, your UCID actually enables you to do that. You just have to ask for an Arts Pass ticket, uh, for a Wednesday or Thursday evening showing at 7.30 p.m., and then you'll be given a free ticket, um, which is pretty awesome because everybody else has to pay upwards of $20 for it. Even if you're not a theater buff, you should definitely go see the shows. Your students and your fellow students put in a lot of hard work and effort into these shows, and I promise they are amazing. In addition to the Arts Pass, I'm sure you've heard of intramural sports, from different college applications, brothers, sisters, upperclassmen, your RHs, and basically anywhere else you hear about college, because intramurals are a super fun way to get involved with your house at UChicago. Uh, I played sports in high school. Um, I miss playing sports. I was a four-year athlete, and while intramurals are not as competitive as a varsity sport, they allow me to be competitive playing wiffle ball or inner tube water polo or whatever the current featured sport is. My favorite was actually um, midnight ice hockey or broom ball is what it was called. It was called broom, broom ball. ball, but it was hockey. Yeah, it was broom. a lot of fun. Yeah. It was really cold though. Yeah. 
Um, and just a heads up on intramural sports, your house, generally speaking, has something called an intramural representative that signs the house up for different IM sports. Um, if your house doesn't have one, then I strongly suggest that you become that IM rep if you uh, are interested in playing intramural sports. But if your house already has an IM rep, then make sure you tell them what you're interested in playing so that they, they can sign the house up for that. But here's a little advice on intramurals. My experience last year, at least, was we got our IM rep, and then at like the house meeting, they announced all of the different intramurals that are happening in the fall. And some of them, we had a lot of response. Like, everyone wanted to play wiffle ball, for example, and everyone wanted to play dodgeball and kickball. Uh, but we had a few people that were like, I'll play cribbage, or I'll play cards, or something like that. Which is great, if you actually do it. But if you don't, like, you get, like, the house loses money. Yeah. If you, like, you have to pay, like, a forfeiture, like, fee. Right. And that's the case with any, like, I am sport. Like, if you don't get, like, six people or however many you need to go to a flag football game and you only have, like, two people show up, yeah. like, your house forfeits and then you lose money for the house. So just know it's a mild commitment. And that's not normally a problem with the big sports like flag football and soccer and stuff like that. It can be a little bit of a problem if you're playing, like... Euchre stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like more obscure intramurals, like yeah. track. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. If you want to, that's great. Yeah. But don't cost, like, don't lose your house money. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's basically just don't don't sign up for the heck of it. Like, if you don't think you're going to do it, then don't sign up. But you but, should totally do it because yeah. it's a lot of fun. And I had, are great. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, they're a great way to connect with people in your house and actually meet people in other houses too. I think we went up. My house went up against Isaac's house once, I think. I'm sure. Yeah, we played soccer, yeah, right? Soccer, yeah, soccer, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> in the spring. Um, and kind of going, going off that, piggybacking off of that, <laughs> if you're more into like athletics and staying active, which I should probably do a better job at, but I'm getting better, we do have two gyms on campus. Uh, Ratner Athletic Center, which is up on North Campus by, like, in between Max Pilevsky and Campus North, and Henry Crown, which is uh, pretty close to, just on the other side of the yeah, block. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's a three-minute walk from Ratner. They're both very close to each other. Yeah. I've, I've gone and worked out at Ratner last year, treadmill, lifting, whatever. Yeah. Have a lot of fun. Ratner, Ratner is, has newer amenities. It's a newer facility than Henry Crown. Uh, m more people thereby go to Ratner. Uh, Henry Crown is where all the athletes go, so you have to be careful if you want to go to Henry Crown because there are designated times when the athletes are able to use the workout equipment in the weight room, and there and every other time is when like everyone else can use it. Also, like I don't know about you, but like even if you end up in the same like room as an athlete, and I'm like working out, I don't want to be working out like next to an athlete, you know, someone that's lifting like 150 pounds more than me. I mean, nobody does it. It's, nobody you're right. Does you're right. Time. You're right. <laughs> But also, just, you know, you know. Yeah. Um, Crown d does have more courts. They have squash courts and handball courts. Um, Ratner doesn't. But Ratner does have more basketball courts. Or Ratner, Ratner has more basketball courts available, I should say. Right. Uh, Henry Crown has its basketball courts on the top floor. And almost all of the time, they're being occupied by athletes doing training there. Or intramurals at night. I've played a lot of intramural. Like, I am wiffle ball was upstairs in Crown. Uh, kickball was up there. Uh, I saw people playing cricket, actually. That was interesting. <laughs> I didn't participate, but I watched. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Ratner also has... Uh, Ratner, both Ratner and Crown have special classes that are free to students. 
Uh, for instance, in, in Ratner on Sunday mornings, there are yoga classes. And then immediately afterwards on Sunday mornings, there are Zumba classes. So those are a lot of fun. If you just check the bulletin board right as you enter in both gyms, then they should tell you what what is going on in regards to the classes like, that they offer. Yeah, there are, there's always like something going on at least. For example, like when I was in Ratner last year, like I saw flyers for like the running club and like lifting clubs and other like tai chi and stuff in the handball courts. And yeah. there's a lot of different different types of activities that anyone can get involved in. Yeah. We probably should have led with this, um, but kudos to you if you've listened this far. But I'm sure you've been encouraged to join the Facebook groups uh, like as soon as you step on campus. And it's really important that you join the Facebook, like the Facebook group of your house. Like even if you're part of like the U Chicago class of 2023, 2023, right? Yeah, 2023 Facebook yeah. pages. Like that's great. And that's very important. And you find out about a lot of interesting RSOs. Also join your house page because that's where you find out about a lot of interesting events that your house puts on exactly. that costs a lot of money that otherwise might be difficult to afford. Yeah, your dorm your your dorm also has a Facebook page uh, where they uh, will tell you about like dorm wide events. Uh, for instance, I live in Burton Judson, and they talk about all of the movie nights that Burton Judson hosts, special trips hosted by the RDs. So all that information is is on the dorm Facebook page. So make sure that you join that, uh, regardless of what dorm you're in. Yeah, and like last year, for example, we had like I live in Renee Granville Grossman Residential Commons or South. Uh, we had like our dorm put on a ski trip uh, up in Wisconsin on a Saturday or Sunday in the winter. Um, and I found out about that through Facebook. So that's definitely something to monitor. But like even other than that, like your house pages will have really, really fun activities. Like last year I'm in Halperin, which is a house in South. We went uh, apple picking and all sorts of fun stuff. We were gonna go camping, but it got rained out. Yeah. Um, but we put on a lot of really, really interesting events. Like we'll go to Chinatown or we'll go downtown and kind of hang out or we'll go to Wicker Park, which is a really cool north side neighborhood with like Urban Outfitters and really cool ice cream shops and record stores and really funky, funky spots. Yeah. And then of course there's the things that you can do in the city of Chicago, one of the greatest cities in America. Uh, my favorite thing that we did last year was visit the company town Pullman that's in Southside Chicago, or more south than we are right now. Um, and the town is actually where the railroad strike of 1894 started. So it started in Pullman and expanded across the nation and changed labor laws significantly. So. I'm a history guy and I found that really cool. <laughs> um, but even if you don't aren't into history, like it's it's really cool like seeing all of the old buildings there. And the famous mural of the railroad workers is along the tourist information building, so you can check that out. The Greenstone Church, the Pullman building, they're both really cool to see. Um, so if you have like a day a weekend off, I, I highly suggest going there and checking it out. And like addition to that, we had talked earlier about how some of like the academic resources or what have you kind of close down on Friday and Saturday nights, and that's because the university wants you guys to branch out and explore one of the coolest cities in the world. Um, so I always try and make a point of going downtown on the weekends, 
it might not happen every weekend because sometimes I have to prioritize, you know, whatever, or I've got something else going on. But I always like to go downtown and just hang out in Millennium Park or go to a new coffee shop or just walk around like Wabash Avenue or just check out different stores downtown, stuff like that, because there's always something new, new restaurants, new vendors, like there is so much to do in the city. I've gone to see Broadway plays. I've gone to sporting events. Like I went to see the Bulls and the White Sox and the Cubs all last year. That was a lot of fun. Um, The good thing is about Chicago, at least, almost everywhere is pretty train accessible. You Chicago, you might have to take a bus, two-way train, or if you live like in South or in Burton Judson, you can walk down to the Green Line yeah. at Cottage Grove, which is where I normally go because that's yeah. the easiest for me. And that makes travel across the city super easy. Yeah. So take advantage of that. Don't waste all your money on Ubers like I did fall quarter. I spent a lot of money on Ubers because I didn't figure out the train system. Yeah, and, and, the, and all public transportation is free because you guys have a venture card. So how the venture card works is you just pull it out and then you swipe it and then your balance goes from 250 to zero uh, until you swipe in at another public transportation, whether it be a bus or a train, and then it goes back to 250 and then back to zero. So what you have to make sure is, what you have to make sure to do is not scan the same place twice that's what I did, because that'll <laughs> give you a negative balance. Yeah, it'll and like you, charge you, right? Like five yeah, bucks, yeah, something uh, they, like that? They, they start, well, like your card doesn't work once you get to a negative $7.50. Yeah, until you so, like pay it off. So just don't make the mistake of if it doesn't work once, don't keep doing it, because that'll keep adding a yeah, negative just, balance to your Just give it a second. Card. It'll just, work, yeah, I promise. Just give it a second. Yeah. Um, then you have to pay it off. Yeah. But it resets every quarter, so. That's good, I guess. Yeah. If you want to wait 10 weeks. (laughs) Anyways. Do you have any last minute advice? Um, No, just have fun. uh, Explore the city. um, Take advantage of all the academic resources and all of the things that the university like gives you. um, Because that's why we're here. Life of the mind. Yeah. If I, (laughs) if I could advise something, I would say get involved with your house, like in the beginning, at least as much as possible. I mean, if you have other friends in other houses, like that's awesome. Like you're already you're already a step ahead of the game. But myself, personally, I was the only one that I know that came to the school and so I showed up by myself. Like I didn't have a whole lot of friends here to start and I actually found a lot of really close friends through my house and through house activity nights and stuff like that. So even if it sounds lame and if you're too cool for it, just <laughs> give it a try. I promise. I promise it's not lame. Because it's actually a lot of fun. And your RHs, you know, were college students at one point too. Like they realize like people are here to have fun and they're like and they're your advocates and they'll look out for you, but they play in really cool events and it's totally worth checking out. And also make sure to join the Chicago Maroon. Oh yeah, shameless plug. <laughs> we could always use more people on the podcast if you want. If not, that's understandable, I guess. You but should definitely join. No, we're at pretty least cool. A few like, no, this is fun. Just, yeah. yeah, no, join RSOs. Join, join RSOs. Find yeah. a job on campus. I have a job on campus. I work with like our athletic department, and I run like stats and stuff for like different sports. Um, many different ways to stay involved. Ram, you did. Like, I did the Sasa show. You did Sasa. That was a lot of fun. It was. Go to go to go to the cultural shows. Those are awesome. I went to Sasa last year because my roommate was in Sasa. Um, in the salsa show, uh, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, totally a lot of fun. There's a lot of fun. We we have we have fun. We here. could talk for like an we hour. Have fun here. <laughs> yeah, but I, part of this is like you've got to find out what you like and stuff, and you can't just like you know follow people around like sheep. But th- this is our 
advice. Take it or leave it. Do what you want with it. Throw it out. Pass it along to your friends. Yeah. Anyways, enjoy. Have right. fun. See you, see you later. See you later. Um, music for the Chicago Maroon is produced in part. Oh, let's see if I can still do this from last year. Produced in part by Aaron Senden, Andrew Dietz, and Kenny Talbot Lavega. All right, I got all three of them right. Right. As always, I'm Isaac. I'm Rom. And we will see you on the Maroon Weekly, which airs every week on Mondays. And we have a lot of other different podcasts, which you should totally check out, like Quadcast, which highlights the unique RSOs on campus, Student Section, which talks about our athletic programs and how actually good we are at sports for D3. Like, I know that might surprise you. We're actually really, really competitive. And different podcasts that talk about interesting stuff going on on campus, so give it a listen. Great. Have fun. Peace.